This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Johnny Gould's Jewish State is brought to you with Israel Bonds. Invest in Israel. Invest in Israel Bonds. This is Johnny Gould's Jewish State. Our guest today is Israel Bonds Executive Director of Sales and Operations in Europe and Latin America, Arnon Perelman. Arnon's led a life of public service in Israel. Before joining Israel Bonds, he served as Prime Minister Ariel Sharon's Head of Communications for four years, on duty and on call to the PM 24 hours a day, seven days a week and pays a touching tribute of deep respect and love for his former boss. When you work with somebody 24-7, almost four years, and you spend not even the majority of your time, all of your time with him, then your judgment is first and foremost personal, before anything else. And the question is, do I trust him? And... The answer for that, for me, was yes from A to Z. You must miss him, actually. I, I, don't, think there's a, I don't think there's a day that passes where, for some reason, I don't think about him. Yeah. And thank you for giving me this reason today. Coming up, Arnon's personal recollections of one of Israel's most important figures in history. He was also Consul General of Israel's consulate in Shanghai in China... Stay tuned for his experiences and takeaways from living in the Far East, China's place in the world, and how they view themselves. China was always an empire. If you look at the Chinese, the Chinese have lived on the same piece of land for 5,500 years, give or take. The only other nation I think is as old as the Chinese are the Jews. But the Jews for the last 5,000 years, that depends who you ask, 5,000, 6,000, 7,000, I'm not going to go into that, but in the last 5,000 years, went back and forth, we were exiled, we came back, we were all over the world, uh, and, and, and we always yearned for Jerusalem, for our country, the Shanaba, the Yerushalayim, the Chinese for 5,500 years have been in the same, on the same piece of land. And we also have news of how investing in the State of Israel just became much more accessible. accessible. This is Arnon Pellman of Israel Bonds. Arnon Pellman, Executive Director, Sales and Operations of Israel Bonds, Europe and Latin America. Welcome to Johnny Gould's Jewish State. Thank you, Johnny. Pleasure what? being here. It's a pleasure to have you here, sir. Now, why invest in Israel Bonds? Israel Bonds has been active since 1951 and has been a part of the establishment in Israel and helped establish the state of Israel since 1951. Since Ben-Gurion understood that you cannot run a country on donation, you have to get investments into the country. Now, in the beginning, and not until that many years ago, Israel was developing. Israel needed money for infrastructure. Israel needed money for roads, for hospitals, for ports, for everything that was done in Israel. And Israel bonds 
has played a major role there. Israel bonds in general and Israel bonds in the UK has played a major role in that. In the last year, thank God, Israel's economic situation is different. Israel is, as a country is different. Israel is much stronger, much more developed. Israel economy is one of the leading in the world. Not for nothing, Israel is called a startup nation. So today, Israel bond's position is the same as it was before, but based on the needs of the state of Israel today. And should that be um, as part of the general decision to give grants uh, for the chief scientists, grants for uh, startup countries, whatever the country, whatever the government decides, because the money that we raise goes into the general budget of the state of Israel. And um, we're really happy that investing in Israel bonds is sort of a buying or investing into a small piece of the state of Israel. You can invest by buying real estate. You can invest by investing in startup companies, which most people do not do. And most people can and should buy Israel bonds all the way from £36 to as much as you want. Buying it online, as we have today, opening the account, getting approved online, and investing online, or doing it offline as people used to do before. We're very proud of our product. We're very proud of our system. We're very proud of what we're doing for the state of Israel, for the diaspora Jews, and for the bond that we are connecting day by day, month by month, year by year, for over 70 years between diaspora Jews and the state of Israel. We have raised so far just above $45 billion uh, in the last 70 years all around the world. It went, as I say, to the general budget of the state of Israel, and I think that everything in Israel. Israel bonds has a small part of. That's a phenomenal success story. Uh, how easy is it to invest in Israel bonds? You open an account online. We are an FCA regulated firm. You get approved usually very fast and then you can start purchasing bond. You can start purchasing bond as a present to your kids or grandkids for their bar or bat mitzvah. You can purchase bond for people who are getting married as a present. You can purchase bond for every Jewish or non-Jewish life cycle event. Or you can purchase bond as part of your portfolio for investment. You can purchase bond for any, th any one of your needs. And it depends what product. It depends for how many years. It depends what the yield is. But it can fit everything that we need in life. From presents to investments. From uh, Jewish life cycle to pension, it fits everything. And the thing about it is, it is flexible, as you say. You can invest from as small a term as one year right up to 15 years. Exactly. You can invest, depends on the currency, depends on the product. You can invest from one year and you can go all the way up to 15 years. You can invest from 36 euro, pounds or dollars all the way to as much as you want um, in euros, pounds or dollars. There's an added value to being an Israel bonds holder. You can bring people together. We do bring people together because, and it's not just an added value, this is a value. We, I think last year or the year before, or both of them, we did close to 70 events in the year. And we brought speakers from Israel, we brought speakers from other places, we brought speakers in any topic, whether it's, um, politics or security or economy or social or history. Um, we brought local speakers and general international speakers. So as you said, it's more 
of a platform on which people can and should get together and share common values, get interesting content, and get engaged with each other and with the state of Israel at the same time. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust, or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. And the pandemic notwithstanding, you put events together, people in the same room, mm. great events. Mm. Dr. Nachman Shai, mm -hmm. who's now the current diaspora minister, yep. Uh, Alon Ben David of Channel 13, Mark Regev, of course, the former ambassador to the United Kingdom, cooking, mm -hmm. movie screenings, net zero climate discussions. In other words, truly embracing Israel's diverse and yep. vibrant life. Uh, exactly. And first, let's be honest, with the pandemic, so we brought people, so to speak, into the room when we could, then others were in Zoom and online. So... Before pandemic, all events were physical events where people actually got together and met. We had wine tasting, which apparently is very hard to do online. <laughs> we had wine tasting. We had other stuff which we could do physical. Then, I think when the pandemic started, we moved, we shifted everything online, which was a very good success. And I think it, it, it shows the strength of the people and of the organization that we moved From today to tomorrow, everything to Zoom, and we had more events and more engagement. Then we did some hybrid events, um, part physical, part Zoom. And, you know, with the pandemic as it is now, we keep on following instructions. We would we, we'd love to go back to have physical events, but uh, um, whether the situation permits it or not, we'll do it either hybrid or Zoom or physical or all together. But the main thing is we connect people with each other and we connect people with the state of Israel and we create, maintain and support this bond between the state of Israel and the people. I think when you're talking about investing as little as 36 pounds, euros or dollars and you look at the extraordinary price of real estate in Israel, it's mm. beyond the remit of... The majority of the diaspora, let's be real about that. Yeah, I think that's that if the... somebody can buy a, a, a real estate in Israel for 36 euros or pound, <laughs> I would like him or her to refer <laughs> me to the place <laughs> and we can share. Uh, but jokes aside... But that's what makes it, uh, investing in a bond, uh, you know, you have an emotional stake yep. in Israel with something as small as 36. Yep, you create this bond because this 36, as small as it is, I was in one of our offices when somebody came with a bond that his grandfather bought him was lost and he found it and now he wants to redeem it and reinvest it to give it to his son to leave it to his son hopefully in the future this is midolado from generation to generation It doesn't matter if it's 36 360 3600 or more than this the bond the actual connection with the state of Israel is there and if you keep on reinvesting it and maintaining this bond then you make sure that 10 and 20 and 30 and 50 years from now 
there will still be this discussion about the connection and the bond between Israel diaspora and the state of Israel. Invest in the Emazeltov bond with Israel bonds. Invest from 36 pounds, euros or dollars in Israel. Perfect as a bar or bat mitzvah gift or a wedding or birthday present. And it earns interest over time. A handy sized affordable way of investing in the state of Israel. Buy online at online.israelbondsintl.com. Terms and conditions apply. See the Israel Bonds website for details. Your capital is at risk. Development Company for Israel International Limited is authorized and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority. Buy online at online.israelbondsintl.com. Online.israelbondsintl.com. Now, if I might say so, sir, you're a very skilled communicator, a great advocate for Israel Bonds. And this comes from your career background. You were the head of communications for Ariel Sharon. So you've led... Guilty as charged. <laughs> you've led a very interesting public life in the state of Israel. I was fortunate enough to be in some of the right places in some of the right time, not because I'm talented, just because I was fortunate enough. Well, that's very humble to say, but let's talk about your time with Ariel Sharon. He's remembered for a multitude of reasons. I read very interestingly uh, that he himself never thought he would bring peace himself, but he thought he would putting the, the things in place for a future peace. Given the success of the Abraham Accords over the last two years, the end of the Donald Trump presidency, he seems to have been vindicated by that. I'll tell you something. It's always hard for me to speak about Prime Minister Sharon because... It's easy always to go to the policy or politics or decisions, but when you work with somebody 24/7, almost four years, and you spend not even the majority of your time, all of your time with him, then your judgment is first and foremost personal, first and foremost personal, before anything else. And the question is, do I trust him? And the answer for that for me was yes from A to Z because for me what he embodied was his biography was the biography of the state of Israel. Born in Israel, fought in all the wars, served to the highest position in the army, um, then went to politics, served in almost all the ministries that there are until he became president. Uh, Prime Minister was outcast and then came back. So it was first and foremost the person that was there and the feeling that you had somebody that you can trust. This is something which is very important. Now to your question, um, I, I don't know to tell you because it is a uh, retrospectively it's always easier to, dis- to, 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 to see things. But I don't know to tell you whether he laid a foundation for the Abraham Accord or something that led to the Abraham Accord in the end. Um, but I think he was a leader that first of all was trusted by his own country people, by his own, by his own people, by his own country, and then also by other leaders outside in the area, trusted and feared from in, in some way, because of his knowledge, because of his background. And I think that 
the stronger Israel is, the better chances are for Israel to have good relationship and peace accord with other countries. And when you have a strong leader, and when the country is managed, and when the people of the country trust their leader, then it, he, he or she has the mandate to go out and seek normalization slash peace agreement with other countries. But it's always, first of all, what's happening in your country. It's always, first of all, what is the relationship between the people and the leader. So I would say that my vision about Ariel Sharon, given the fact that I was with him for so many years, for such a long time, is, first of all, I look at him from the personal perspective. And, 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 and from the personal perspective, it was fascinating that working there. Yeah, you must miss him actually. I, I don't think there's a, I don't think there's a day that passes where for some reason I don't think about him. Yeah. And thank you for giving me this reason today. Yeah, well, it, that's the thing. I mean, I'm sure when you read about such a public figure like that, mm. how sometimes uh, the media just makes a monster out of someone. Y- you must think to yourself, I don't recognize the public facing Ariel Sharon. That, that, that is, if you, buy, that is if you yeah. read about it. Yeah. But you, I try you, you've not got twenty four seven memories of him over many years. You, so I try. I try you, you not talk to. with great affection, and um, you know. I, I'll tell you something. I don't think that some the many people has written many many books about Sharon or any other leader in Israel, and um, some are very flattering. Some are very much against, which is okay. Everybody's entitled to write whatever he or she wants. But my memory memories, as I said, are very personal. They're not written anywhere. They're my memories. So whether people wrote about him X, Y, or Z because they were against his opinion or against his politics, or they wrote the other way because they were in favor of his politics, that's okay. That's people observing from the outside. For me, the memories are personal, are alive today as they were 20 years ago, and are, are educating for me every day today as they were 20 years ago. Educating in a way that I think that everything and every problem that I encounter, I can refer back and say, okay, this is what he would have done, or I think this is what he would have done. So it teaches me uh, uh, um, something else every day. It's very personal. Mm. And your education and your experience is dimensional because we're going to talk about the time you were Consul General of the consulate in Shanghai in Mm. China. Can you give us some insight into how life has changed in China, or at least in the time that you were there? I mean, you know, it's become the world's most important tiger economy. Mm. America might still be number one. How long for you have tremendous insight into the growth of China? How long for? I have no idea. Um, (laughs) Again, I left prophecy school, I think, first lesson or even before that. China was always an empire. If you look at the Chinese, the Chinese have lived on the same piece of land for 5,500 years, give or take. The only other nation I think is as old as the Chinese are the Jews. But the Jews, for the last 5,000 years, that depends who you ask, 5,000, 6,000, 7,000, <laughs> I'm not going to go into that. But in the last 5,000 years, went back and forth, we were exiled, we came back, we we're all over the world. Uh, and, and, and we always yearned for Jerusalem, for our country, the Shana Ba'abi, Ushalayim Abnuya. 
the Chinese for 5,500 years have been in the same, on the same piece of land. They have never moved. They have never exiled. I think they were never conquered. Anybody who tried to conquer Chinese either ran away or became Chinese. So I think that for the Chinese, if you look at the history, for the, in their own eyes they were always an empire. So I don't think that's a surprise for them. And having a country of 1.4 billion people, whatever it is, whether it's a manufacturing uh, uh, hub, whether it's a consumer hub, whether it's the largest market in the world, it doesn't matter. The Chinese, in their own eyes, has always been in the center. And the name, China in Chinese, is the center. So to say, with the five years I've lived there, to try and look at it and say what have changed when their history is 5,500 years would be a little bit presumptuous mm-hmm. for my son. Mm-hmm. Okay. I can tell you that when you live in China, you understand the strength of China in all aspects. You understand the strength of China in, in, in infrastructure, in wealth, in individual wealth and country wealth, in technology, in order, in control, you understand the strength of China. Now comes the point of whether you like it, you don't like it, that's very, very individual. But you understand the strength of China. And to tell you what will happen with China and what will happen with China vis-a-vis the rest of the world, I have absolutely no idea. I try not to make prophecies. But China is a, if not the, major force today. And I think that the balance is not set yet in the world. And I think it's a fascinating time to be living in. May you live in an interesting time. May, yeah, may you live in interesting time. I think it's Russian, but okay. Yeah, we'll go, we'll go with Russia. Okay. Now, during the pandemic and in the closing weeks mm-hmm. of the Trump administration, Mike Pompeo flew to Israel to warn the then Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu to divest in China to a certain extent. What insights do you have from your time in Shanghai about Israel and China's relationships? Does China remain a big investment partner in Israel? Did the Trump administration and their influence on Benjamin Netanyahu make China a slightly less important partner with Israel? I can tell you that China is an investor in Israel, in infrastructure projects, in large uh, BOT and other kinds of projects that are run by the government. And there are also investors in Israeli technology and in Israeli high-tech and Israeli startups, whether it's directly into company, whether it's via hubs, whether it's via uh, investment funds, which they're a part of. I don't see it like other people as a threat. I see it as something which is part of where the world is going because... In a way, saying the world is flat and then saying, but it's flat this way, it's not flat that way, I'm not sure it's correct. I'm not going to go into politics, because first of all, I haven't been in politics for many, many years, so I don't have the information and I don't have the data to make decision on. Um, But if I look sort of objectively and as somebody who lived there for, 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 for some years in China... I think that uh, um, the fact that Israel attracts Chinese investments is a good thing. 
As of any other investment, it has to be dealt with carefully, intelligently, and logically. Um, you have to create a balance always between, uh, uh, um, or in the way that you conduct your business as a country, but that's not different than what it was before. And finally, let's bring the conversation back to your current role in the uh, Israel Bonds E Mazel Tov Bond, mm-hmm. which is a, a lovely name for it. It explains it's like it's like yeah, a call yeah, to action think, yeah, exactly. in, in itself. Forty-five billion dollars invested in every corner mm-hmm. of Israel since 1951. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's an immensely proud brand, a brand of great integrity. What would your message be to anyone ready to click on the mouse to do it? No matter how much you buy, no matter how big is your investment, the fact that you own a bond is actually saying you have a bond. You don't just own a bond, you have a bond. And the bond is between you and your kids and your grandkids and the state of Israel. So the e-muzzle is a very popular product in order for people to go and buy online presents as low as 36 but they're not just buying a present they're not just buying the Hanukkah or they're not just buying a fico man, uh, uh, money for Passover or they're not just buying whatever uh, uh, Hanukkah girl I think it's called or I said it they're buying and ensuring their connection with the state of Israel no matter what is the government in the state of Israel no matter what is the policy of the state of Israel no matter what is the direction of the state of Israel we have just one state of Israel and it's crucial and important that we do not take it for granted that years from now people like you and one like myself would still have this discussion. We have to make sure it happens. And Israel Bonds is another tool in this arsenal of things that make sure that this conversation keeps on for generations to come. A bond in the truest sense exactly. of the word. Exactly. Arlon Perlman, Executive Director, Sales and Operations of Israel Bonds in Europe and Latin America. Thank you very much for joining me on Johnny Gould's Jewish State. Thank you, Johnny. It was a pleasure being here. Johnny Gould's Jewish State is brought to you with Israel Bonds. Invest in Israel. Invest in Israel Bonds.